0: Hi, everybody. It's Diane Sampson from Diane Sampson Ministries, living your best life now. It's been a while since I've been with you in uh, podcast mode, but uh, glad to be with you tonight. Uh, I have a word that I, I want to share with you that um, I believe that is going to help someone. This past weekend, um, my husband Michael and I took my grandchildren, um, Eli and Marley, over to Dallas. And uh, we took part in Six Flags and we visited the American Girl Store. My granddaughter's a big American Girl Store fan. And on the way over, my husband always drives and I ride and just read and study and just relax on the trip. Earlier that morning, um, I had had a, in my prayer time, I'd had a word, I had an unction from the Holy Spirit about sharing a word to someone who was dealing with a broken heart. And so while we were driving, um, I made a Facebook post and I shared the Facebook post to my personal page, as well as my ministry page, excuse me. And it was actually a fairly simple post compared to some that I've done in the past that go more in depth. As of today, that simple post in dealing with broken, a broken heart has been liked or cared or given a heart 2,774 times that post has over 250 comments on it and it has been shared 474 times. I'm not telling you that to make reference to the stats on the post. I'm telling you about that to just recognize how many people are hurting And how many people are dealing with a broken heart or a broken mind, a broken spirit that are dealing with brokenness in their lives in some capacity. And that's what I want to talk to you about tonight. Along with the comments and the shares, there's been multiple emails that have been sent to me in regards to that post. I want to start where I want to go tonight and I want to take you back. I want to take you back to the Old Testament. I want to take you back to the book of 1 Samuel in chapter chapter 2, I believe, um, around verse 30. <clears throat> in this chapter, it's it's relative to the high priest Eli and his two sons who were priests in the church. But his two sons were doing ungodly things. They were not doing the right kind of things. They were involved in adulterous relationships. They were stealing offerings. They they were doing some really wrong things there. And God spoke to Eli, the high priest Eli, about this. And he asked him, Basically, I'm, I'm just going to kind of give you a synopsis. Basically, what God asked Eli is, is why was he honoring his sons more than he was honoring God? Now, Eli wasn't doing the wrong things, but he was allowing his sons to. So God asked him, how was it that he would It appeared he was honoring his sons more than he was honoring God. Down there in verse 30, there in the chapter, it says something very profound. It says, "If For those who honor me, I will honor. But those that despise me, I will lightly esteem. That's a powerful statement. There is in the New Testament, in the book of John, chapter 14, verse 21. It says, those that keep my commandments, those that love me, I will love him and my father will love him and I will manifest myself to him. That's Jesus speaking. Both of those, Old Testament and New Testament, are talking about a particular concept. And that concept is about honoring God. That's not a popular subject. Not in the world today. We live in a world today where 85 to 90% of the people, they don't honor the things of God. They don't even think about the things of God. And the world is in a very hard place right now. If you look around you, you'll agree with all of the tragedy, all of the loss, all of the sickness, all of the, tra- all of the, the, the crime and the violence that's taking place. <clears throat> the world's in a very bad place. And I don't hesitate to say that 85 to 95, 90% of the world does not honor God, and they don't honor the things of God. In fact, there are people that think people like me or people like you, if, 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 if you love Christ and maybe because you're listening to this message, people like me, we're, considered, we're crazy, we're fanatical. Honoring God is a very important facet. Honoring God, giving Him, placing value on the things of God are a prime reason that things are in the world the way they are because there is a lack of honor. There is a lack of value for God and the things of God. I want to share. I want to go a little deeper with you. I want you to think about. I want to share a story with you. It's not. It's a story, but it's, it's a true story. There was a, a boat. This was near Destin, Florida, actually, but it was pretty far out out into the Gulf and a storm came up and the water was incredibly rough and the boat water got in the engine compartment and the the motor of the boat uh, died. The boat became disabled. There were three people on board and they were able to reach out. They made a distress call and they were able to reach out to the Coast Guard and a rescue boat was en route to them. But it took them, I want to say, close to an hour, or a little, maybe just a little more, to get to them. And they were in treacherous water; they had no, the boat wouldn't crank, so they had no power. So they were just on this disabled vessel that was being tossed to and fro from the sea, and they didn't know at any moment when the boat would would capsize and and go under. When the Coast Guard got there, and the the rescue, um, the rescue captain, when they when they're able to get near the boat, and the captain pulls the Coast Guard vessel close enough near theirs, and they have cable, and they're going to attach the cable from the Coast Guard boat to the disabled vessel. But something very interesting took place. There's three people on this disabled boat, that's in the fight for their life the boats being tossed around to and fro, the waves, the water, it could go under at any minute. But when the captain got there to make access with the crew on the disabled craft, he didn't just go from his boat to the disabled boat. He stopped and he said, permission to come on board, sir he was speaking to the owner of the disabled boat. And of course, they welcomed him. Yes, please, please. And they went on board, and they were able to secure the boat and tie their vessel to the Coast Guard vessel, bring the three people off the boat to safety. But I want to point out to you what the captain said. Permission to come on board, sir. You wouldn't think that someone that's in a fight for their life and in fear of a watery death or the boat going down or sinking or capsizing at any moment that anyone would have to ask permission to come on board to help to rescue to save them. But it was Coast Guard procedure. And he asked permission, permission to come on board, sir. Just hold that thought. I get asked this question probably more than any question about anything else. If God is such a good God, then why are so many bad things happening? If God loves us the way that he's we hear and we're taught and it's preached that he does, then why is the world where it is? Why are people dying? Why are people lost? Why are people killing? Why is the violence? Why is it going on like it is if God is such a good God? Why is he allowing this to happen? Why is he permitting this? The world, the majority of the world Places no honor on God. The majority of the world places no honor or no value on the things of God. And because of that, there's one word here that is the key to those questions. For those who place no value on God, for those who Who don't believe, who who don't believe that he that he is God, who who don't believe in him, who who don't honor his word, who don't follow his commandments, who don't honor the things of God. God does not have access to their lives. God having access to your life is your choice. It is something that you choose to give him. When you choose Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have given him access to your life. Through that access, he can come, he can be, he can do. All of the promises and the protection of the word of God belong to you. They are accessible to you. You have the provision, you have the healing, you have the protection that God having access to your life provides. How many people today are living lives, they're being tossed to and fro, just like the family on the boat? They don't know that they feel like they're, they're lost. They're hopeless. They feel like they're going down. They feel like this is it. I'm not going to recover. There are people that made that, those kinds of comments on my post about being brokenhearted. I feel so alone. I feel so confused. I don't, I don't think God hears me anymore. I don't feel like God is here. I don't think I can hold on much longer. That's one comment that was made. When people ask, where is God? Why is He allowing this to happen? The question I want to ask, does God have access in your life? Have you given Him access? John 3.16 tells us that God sent His only Son to die on the cross for us because He loved us and He sent Jesus for us. And it's a choice that we make to choose Him. And if we don't make that choice, if we don't choose Him as our Lord and Savior, He doesn't have access in our lives. And what I want you to hear tonight, what I want you to glean from this podcast God, doesn't, God is not behind the tragedies and the loss and the pain and the suffering that's going on in the world today. Because if, it were, if His will were being done on the earth, then things would be the same as they are in heaven. Because that's what the Lord, the model prayer, when He says, this is how you should pray. He said that we should pray that His will is done on earth as it is in heaven. The pain and the tragedy that's going on in the world is because of the enemy who is in control of the world. The prince of the air is in control of the world. And the enemy, John 10, 10 tells us, who only comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And when Christ does not have access into your life, then, you're a- then the one who does have access to you is the devil who comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. You see, the enemy's there, and the Bible says that he roams around as a roaring lion, seeking whom he can devour. That's his whole purpose. Devour mankind, devour, steal, kill, destroy. But that same scripture says Jesus came so that we could have life in abundance. Jesus came so that we could have the abundant life. But what I want you to understand tonight is that you have to choose him. If you're dealing with anything in your life, if you're dealing with something that's broken in your life, there's a broken relationship, there's maybe there's broken spirit. There's a broken mind. Maybe you're broken in your finances. You're broken in relationships. You're broken in your health. If you're dealing with brokenness in any way in your life, I want to ask you, does Jesus have access in your life? Because if he does, that access allows him to work. That, that access allows him to protect, to provide. To reveal, to restore, to renew, to refresh, to do all of the things that the Bible promises that He will do. But if you're in that state of brokenness, if you're on that boat that's being tossed to and fro by the storms of life and you don't know at any minute when it's going under, when it's going to capsize and it's over for you, He's standing at the door. It says, he who stands at the door and knocks. He too, tonight, is saying to you, permission to come on board. That access, when you make that choice and you choose Jesus... And you make Him the Lord of your life. And you honor His Word. You honor His commandments. You're willing. You're obedient to His Word. And He has access to your life. There's protection for you. There's healing for you. There's help for you. There's wholeness for you. There's peace for you. There's victory for you. He's not going to force Himself in. All the way back in the book of Genesis... He gave control of the earth to man and he gave us a free will. It's a choice that we have to make. So I just want you to know that God is not behind the hurt and the pain in your life or in the life of someone you love or know or in the what's going on in the world today. God is not behind that. The enemy is. The lack of honor, the lack of value that's placed on the things of God, is the reason that we are where we are in the world. And in your own personal life, He wants to come in. He wants to be with you. He wants to, to you to be in the family of God. It's not His will that any man perish. It's not His will that any man suffer or be lost. That's not His will. If you read His Word, you'll know that's not His will. You'll know His character. You'll know His heart because He is love. Love never fails, and only good comes from God. But in order for those things to be fixed in your life, in order for Him to help, to protect, to serve, to give, to be for you what He needs to be, He has to have access to you through your choice and all you have to do to give to have that access is say Jesus i believe in you i need you i believe you're the son of god i believe you came and you died on a cross for my sins and that you rose again and you're in heaven now with the heavenly father and jesus i choose you. Come into my heart. Come into my life. Help me to be all that you've called me to be. Permission to come on board, sir. If your boat is rocking, if your life is shaking, if you're going through a hard time, if you're being tossed to and fro by those waves, he's standing at the door. permission to come on board, sir. If you open that door and you give him that access, there's protection, there's peace, there's help, there's everything that you'll need. And I close with this, going back to the scripture in John chapter 14, verse 21, where he says, if you keep my commandments, if you love me, I will love you, and my Father will love you. And the very next statement is one of the most powerful statements in the Bible. And he says, I will manifest myself to you. My friend, there is nothing in your life, no situation, no sickness, no failure, no hardship. There is nothing in your life that the manifestation of Jesus in you can't fix. There's no situation too big, too small, too hard, too grandiose for Him. And He says He will manifest Himself to you. The God of glory manifesting Himself to you. He'll stop the boat from rocking. He'll stop the boat from sinking. Make that choice. Give him access. You don't have to live wondering if you're going down with the next wave. You don't have to live that way anymore. I stand at the door and knock. Permission to come on board, sir, and to save your life. And to take you to safety. I pray you make that choice. I pray you give him that access. And the more people who are willing to give him access and to honor him and to honor the things of him, if more people would do that, the world would be a much better place. God bless you.